Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation. It's your host, Alicia, and it is great to be back here with you today. I want to ask you, how is your day going or your week going for you so far? I'm recording this on a Monday, so it is definitely the start to a beautiful new week. I just got back from a pretty wet, windy, and kind of chilly walk, though, with the dogs, so I'm excited to get this out to you, and then I'm excited to go chill on my couch, enjoy my new rug with my fake little fireplace and some books. So how do you like to wind down after work? I would love to hear that from you. Shoot me a message either on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I think I am on both of those platforms, at Alicia Carlson underscore. I will definitely be sure to have those links down in the show notes below for you, but I would love to connect with you. Hear really just how you like to relax, chill out, especially on kind of these wintry days. So in Oregon, we definitely get a lot of rain. Uh, That's kind of our winter weather. But for you, wherever you're at, how do you like to spend your time on those winter days? All right, that is enough little uh, chit chat. I want to dive into today's topic with you. This is really, it's it's like creating the future you or the you 2.0. I think I need to kind of work on the naming here with this, but really it comes down to essentially just creating a blueprint or kind of a prototype of who you want to be in your life and really how you want to be showing up on a day-to-day basis. I definitely don't think that we spend enough time thinking about this when we're setting our goals. We just kind of set the goals for ourselves, And we think when I have this or when I achieve this goal, you know, then whatever, like fill in that blank for you. But this is a foundational activity and a piece of the puzzle that I think so often gets overlooked when we're out there setting those goals or kind of thinking about what we want our lives to look look like, right? So whether it's losing weight or getting a new job, starting a business or a family, maybe for you, you have that goal of going back to school or even just getting married. We pursue anything and everything in our lives because of how we think it will make us feel when we either achieve it, obtain it, or create it. So I want you to even just think about those, like, or think about your specific goals right now. What is it that you ultimately think you're going to feel when you achieve that or when you obtain that goal, right? What are you thinking is going to be different in your life when you have that goal? But often we do this without really thinking all the way through of who we imagine ourselves to be or become in the process of reaching the goal, right? We just think that, you know, we're here at kind of the starting line and we see ourselves there at that finish line with that goal. And we think that like magically it's going to be having that goal is going to change who we are. It's going to change how we are. But really, I want you to think about you know, those 100 steps or those 99 steps or 99 miles or whatever that journey is, whatever that process is, that really is where you transform. That's really is where you change from where you are today to who you are and and to really becoming the woman that even is able to create that goal some point in the future. We often kind of have this thought error that achieving the goal is really the whole point of setting the goals or getting the goals in our lives. We engage in kind of that magical thinking that we believe that maybe if we achieve that weight loss goal or maybe we land the new guy or we have the baby, then we'll feel confident, then we'll feel lovable or worthy, or then we'll feel fulfilled in our lives. 
But really the result, whatever it is, whatever that result it is that you're pursuing is kind of just for fun, right? It's just, I don't even know that I would say it's necessarily the prize for, you know, doing something or accomplishing something, but it really can be just for fun when we settle into the journey and the process and the recognition that who we become and how we're going to be in our lives as a result of going after the goal is actually the whole point. The goal isn't going to make us feel anything. The goal isn't going to magically transform us or change us. It's us showing up and doing those daily actions, those daily things over and over and over again. That is what actually transforms us. That is what actually changes us, right? It's the getting up, it's getting out of bed, getting your shoes on and going for that walk or that run when you'd rather stay in bed, right? Maybe it's saying no to that second or third glass of wine so that you can sleep better, right? So that you wake up the next morning, you're refreshed, you're ready to dive into work. Maybe it's not opting for that second plate of food because you know that you're just kind of trying to avoid maybe feeling stressed or feeling anxious or or whatever, right? Or maybe that food for you is the ultimate source of your your joy or your happiness or your enjoyment right now, right? So it's like, All of those little micro decisions that we're making from a day-to-day perspective, or oftentimes really even it's moment by moment, it's those little decisions that we're making, those all add up to the results that we're creating, yes, to whether or not we reach our goals, yes, but also those decisions are constantly directing like, are we gonna stay the same? Are we gonna stay where we're at? Or are we taking an active step towards the woman that we wanna be, towards the woman that we feel like we were created to be here in this world? Now, it definitely took me a few attempts to kind of learn this lesson. First, I would say when I had lost about 20-ish pounds and was down to the lowest weight I had ever been, the leanest I had ever been in my life, And I was still feeling so insecure in my body and constantly comparing myself to other women, feeling jealous of them, right? I had gotten the goal, the weight loss goal, I had gotten the body goal, but I still had kind of those same problems, those same mental and emotional problems that I had when I was, you know, that 20 pounds heavier. Or maybe when I had gotten my degree after five years of literally busting my butt with two kids, a husband that deployed for a year, making good grades, like I had something to prove maybe to myself or to other people. I remember just holding that piece of paper at the end of that five years and it felt so empty. I almost felt kind of let down, right? It was just sort of this lackluster experience because in my mind, it was like once I had the degree, I felt like the world would open up to me, right? Or just all these opportunities would be everywhere and my life would just be better somehow in every single area, right? Like I'd finally have the career that I wanted. I'd be making the money that I wanted. My husband and I wouldn't be fighting anymore, whatever it was for me. And so really holding that piece of paper, it was kind of like, you know, oh my gosh, like, Here I have this paper and yet it feels like nothing else in my life has changed. So what areas of your life are you doing this in? Where are you stopping yourself from enjoying the life that you have now or the body that you're in now because you're putting off feeling good or appreciative or content or whatever those feelings are that you're longing for until you have, you know, fill in the blank for you, whatever that goal is for you. 
With both of those goals, I had never really slowed down enough to consider who I actually wanted to be in my life and how I wanted to show up, like what kind of wife or mom or woman I wanted to be. I just thought that it was going to be the goal that was somehow going to magically change me into being who I wanted to be. I simply just focused on the actions. I focused on changing the habits or doing different things. And it's kind of like those people that sort of hop from one relationship to the next, right? Really never understanding that in all of these relationships, they're kind of the common denominator. And I think oftentimes we end up pursuing our goals from that same place, thinking that, you know, when I reach that next milestone or that next goal, then all of these things are going to be different. But yet, if we don't actually slow down and do kind of that internal work as well as taking the actions or changing the habits, then really we're just kind of changing the outside circumstance without actually changing ourselves because the circumstances and the situations aren't going to be what transforms and changes us, right? Or I see this a lot, people going from one diet to the next, right? Like maybe it was keto and then maybe it was, um, clean eating, and then it was paleo, right? It's like they're trying all these different diets, trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be sort of that magic diet for them. And I just want to offer, like, even though I'm not a, a huge proponent of, like, per se, quote unquote, going on any diet or using any diet as a verb, I'm totally down for, like, if you prefer to eat more paleo or if you prefer to eat more keto and it works with your body and all of those kinds of things, then great. But it's this idea that the diet is going to fix you, right? Or that workout program is going to fix you rather than you becoming the person that utilizes that style of eating or that particular workout program for yourself, right? So there's this subtle difference of either making the diet or making the goal responsible for you becoming who you want to be versus you taking responsibility, you taking the ownership and you taking those daily steps to to transform and to change and to constantly be making uh, different decisions along the way. Right. It's like if we want to create any lasting change, we have to take this inside out approach. We have to kind of hit it from the inside and the outside. The inside work is really that mental and emotional side that oftentimes I think when we're setting goals really just gets overlooked. We just tend to focus on, okay, what actions do I need to change? What actions do I need to stop doing? What actions do I need to start doing? Whereas the outside is essentially those actual actions or those habits that we're working on. What I like to do with my non-diet approach is combine both of those, right? So we're working on the inside, we're working on that mental and that emotional aspect of things, and we're also taking action, right? We're not just like thinking that, oh, if I just think different thoughts or if I just say these affirmations, then things are going to change. But it is sort of this beautiful blend of we're going to take the action, but we're going to take it from sort of this inspired place of really being in touch with who we envision ourselves being, like really who we want to be showing up as and working on, you know, the mind management or the the thought work and the emotional work together. So it's that inside out approach. Here's the deal. 
we all have a current self-concept, right? Which is just essentially a way that we sort of view ourselves and the world around us. And likely you might have, um, you know, little shifts to your self-concept based on the different circumstances or situations or people that you find yourself around. For example, I may have the self-concept that as a mom, I really rock and I'm totally nailing it. Now, this one isn't entirely true all the time. Truth be told, there are plenty of ways I am messing it up. But thank you, God, for the grace that you give and also for my children's resilience. Like, thankfully, I don't have to worry about doing it perfect all the time. But it's like, I might have this one perception of myself in this area of being mom, but then maybe when it comes to like being a public speaker or um, a brain surgeon or something like that, I probably am going to have different thoughts about myself, a different way that I would perceive myself and my competency or my ability to do some of those things, right? It's not necessarily always the same, but I do think there's always kind of one sort of underlying self-concept that we have of ourselves. And it's really a culmination of what we believe most about us and our ability to navigate the world around us and essentially kind of create our life on purpose. Now, we're not going to get into this too much, but it really is kind of this idea of like the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. The growth mindset sees that while we might be lacking skills or tools in a specific area, we recognize that we have the ability to learn, like our brains can adapt, our brains can take on new information and we can continue to practice and we can continue to figure it out. Whereas the fixed mindset is more kind of like, well, this is who I am, this is how I'm always gonna be, or this is just how I operate. And definitely, like, this is a little bit of a rant, um, which I'm, I may have to come back for this for another podcast episode, but that's kind of one of the beefs I think that I have when it comes to the personality tests or, like, um, you know, the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs or, um, you know, even people with uh, the Zodiac signs and things like that, right? It's like we can get so fixed into this is my identity, this is just who I am, this is how I, I'm always going to be. And when we take that approach, it really does kind of force us into the box of, you know, well, this is just how I've always done things, or this is just, you know, who I am and how I operate. And if that's true, then really we don't have any ability to create any different result than the ones that we currently have. But if we take that more flexible kind of growth mindset, then we recognize that, you know, while we might have certain tendencies or characteristics or character traits, we can still grow, we can still learn, we can still adapt and kind of shift or, you know, maybe get rid of the things that really aren't working, aren't serving us, aren't moving us, you know, towards the goal or whatever, and then keep and kind of fine tune and hone those things about us that are. So when I first start to work with my clients, I like to walk them through this exercise. We go through and we get super specific about the goals that they have, but really more importantly, it's who they want to be in their lives. Again, how do they wanna be showing up? So when they reach their goals, I might ask them a series of these questions. What do they want to feel about themselves? Like when you imagine your goal right now, maybe you have all these different goals that you're working on, but if you were to think about, you know, the top three goals that you have for yourself right now, what do you want to feel about yourself? What do you want to think is possible for you? 
what do you think of yourself, right? So imagining yourself in that future perspective, maybe you've got a certain level of success in your business or you're in, you know, like your dream marriage, you've got your kids, you've, um, you know, you're in like this healthy fit lifestyle and body, like what are you gonna be thinking about yourself then? How would you act? What does your morning look like? Maybe how do you like to spend your time? What do you spend your time doing? How are you when you're with your husband or your kids or others? How do you dress? What do you like to spend your time and your money on? How often do you maybe work out or move your body? And what do those workouts look like? What's your relationship like with food? How do you like to eat? What do your relationships look like with others, right? What are you doing for work? Or how, you know, what are the purposes that you're passionate about? So you can really ask yourself any questions. You're free to take those ones that I that I shared with you. But I just want you to kind of get a, an overall picture as detailed as you can about when I reach this goal, right? Whether it's um, getting the degree or having the kids or launching this business or making X amount of money or, you know, my body looking a certain way or being at a certain weight. You want to be really specific about what you think that version of yourself is thinking, feeling, and doing differently than the current version of yourself right now is. And the more specific you can be, the better, right? You're essentially pretending you're that person who creates the characters for different TV shows or movies, and you're creating the leading role, right? You're creating that leading role for your life. And then once you have that list, you know exactly what you're going to be doing and what you're no longer going to be doing. Maybe what you're no longer going to be thinking about yourself or um, spending your time doing or spending your money on, right? You're going to know exactly what you're thinking and not thinking, which is going to generate your feelings because we know that our feelings are ultimately created by our thinking. You have that exact blueprint, right? And so then the work really just becomes following it and using it to guide you essentially like your your North Star. You know very clearly if you're in integrity or not, if you're in alignment or not with that future version of yourself. And you can always make those little tweaks as you go. Because the reality is, is that that future version of yourself, she is the woman that creates that goal. And so you want to get to know her. You want to spend time with her really thinking, you know, would she think this way? Would she, you know, would she be feeling like this in her business or with her husband? Are these things that she would or wouldn't be doing? And this really is the work that I end up doing with my clients. It's helping them essentially breathe life into that future version of themselves. Bring that paper doll version of yourself to life, right? Implementing consistently on everything that you wrote down, helping you figure out why you're not doing the things that she would be doing and course correcting along the way. Because the reality is it's so easy to just do this activity, right? We can we can write it down, we can create the vision board, we can, you know, perfectly craft up who we envision ourselves to be, but it does nothing if we just leave it there, right? There's no amount of affirmations or even visualization that is going to essentially bring that to life. It takes all of it. It takes really becoming the person and embodying her day in and day out, one decision at a time. And I would love to help you with this too. If you're tired of trying that next diet like we talked about or that next quick quick fix or workout program, 
And you feel like you're just kind of in that loop of starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You're maybe spinning your wheels, feeling like you just create, keep creating more of the same old thing year after year after year. I want you to know that the cycle can stop here, right? It's time to maybe just decide something different, decide from that possibility that that version of yourself already exists somewhere out there because you just created her in your mind. Let's move forward together one step at a time. If you want to learn more about my coaching, you want to take this and really put pen to paper and then take the action on that day in and day out, I want to invite you to email me or message me alicia at aliciacarlson.com or at aliciacarlson underscore to set up a consult. There really is nothing more valuable than knowing exactly why you're not currently creating the results that you want and why you keep recreating the results that you have right now. It's really about getting to that underlying problem, right? So that we're not wasting our time treating the symptoms, but instead we know exactly what the problem is and we know how to fix it. And that is what I will help you do on a consult. So thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope that this was a helpful exercise for you. Um, I would love to, again, hear how you like to spend your kind of winter days, but I would also love to hear like, who is this version of yourself that is just essentially kind of dying and waiting to come out. So please, again, message me, let me know what that is for you. And then if you wanna set up a consult, you can do that either by emailing me, alicia at aliciacarlson.com or connecting with me over in the messages on Instagram or Facebook. I'll have all of those links down below. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for hanging out, bye.